Welcome to Season 2 of A New Voice of Freedom. The podcasts are taken from the four volumes In Defense of Christianity, written by Ronald Keith Messer. Podcast 95 is entitled, A New Year's Resolution. It is time to think of making New Year's resolutions. I have a suggestion. Rather than a simple resolution, think of restoration. There's a kind of nostalgia in all of us. We like the restoration of old cars, old homes, old buildings, historical sites, old farms, old towns, old toys, old furniture. Well, the list doesn't end. Let's take a closer look at the meaning of the word restoration. One definition of restoration by Merriam-Webster is the replacing of missing teeth or crowns. A week ago, I went to the dentist with an excruciated toothache. I told my dentist that I wanted my teeth to outlive me. He said they would, and he proceeded to give me a root canal. After three visits and hours of grinding, I now have a temporary new crown. I am 79 years old, so the temporary crown will likely outlive me. Actually, I have many caps and crowns in my mouth, but most of my teeth are my own, I think. At least (laughs) the discolored ones. Merriam-Webster continues its definition, a bringing back to a former position or condition, reinstatement, restitution, a restoring to an unimpaired or improved condition. Those definitions are a good place to start, I suppose. Jared Rodell, my favorite synonym finder, gives the following synonyms of restoration. Replacement, rehabilitation, reinstatement, reconstruction, Renovation, revival, renewal, reanimation, restitution, redemption, recovery. Recall, reconversion, rebirth, renaissance, new birth, regeneration, resurgence, resurrection, rejuvenation, recovery, recuperation. Of course, restoration is a noun that comes from the verb to restore. Synonyms for restore are... Make restitution off, return, render up, repay, remit, compensate, make amends for, reimburse, requite, reinstate, redeem, recover, reclaim, retrieve, rescue, rehabilitate, rejuvenate, reinvigorate, revive, fortify. This podcast, entitled A New Year's Resolution, is about you and me on this New Year's Eve, reassessing our lives and determining what we need to restore. The older I get, the more important the law of restoration is. I see my doctor annually and I see my dentist semi-annually in an attempt to restore my body to health. They give me pills and antibiotics to aid the process. At age 79, it has its challenges. My lifelong companion, entropy, shadows me everywhere I go. And the most my doctor and dentist can do is to keep my blood pressure and my cholesterol levels within safe parameters and tell me to exercise and floss regularly. One doctor told a good friend of mine that he would have to wait for the resurrection. Linda and I walk two miles a day and eat a reasonably healthy diet. However, as the poet said, At my back I always hear time's winged chariot hurrying near. Another poet echoing the same sentiments added, The bird of time has but a little way to fly, and the bird is on the wing. But enough complaining. Each of us must decide for ourselves what we want to restore. In this podcast, Linda and I shall be bold enough to give a few guidelines. We won't ask you how you are doing if you don't ask us how we are doing.
let's pretend that we are all doing the best we can with what we have. Well, you get the idea. The synonyms provide a very comprehensive definition. In examining the above synonyms, I divided them into ten classes. Restoration to health, renovation, redemption, reclamation, resurrection, restitution, rebirth, compensation, reconversion, resurgence. You can possibly think of others. In general terms, we can divide our restoration into the economic, the physical, the social, the temporal, and the spiritual. What better time than now to reassess our lives and consider what in this new year needs restored? Everything comes in classes, and we must prioritize those classes. For example, we may have material things that need restored. Those are the easy ones, though people with great skills do fare better. I love old car shows. I live near Pigeon Forge, Tennessee, where they have annual car shows with some amazing examples of old car restorations. I have a 79 MG midget and a replica of a 1929 Mercedes-Benz. For the sake of economy, Lynn and I shall dwell on the spiritual. If we are considering the spiritual, the first thing we must do is to connect the law of restoration with faith. There are three levels of faith that we must consider. One, faith in self, which I call egocentric faith. Two, faith in others, which I call ecocentric faith. And three, faith in God, which I call theocentric faith. All restoration requires tools, and without all the tools, we cannot do a full restoration. Faith in self draws upon all our personal resources, our experiences, our strengths, our judgment, our skills, etc. Sometimes we must dig deeply. Knowing who you are will help. Above the portal of the Temple of Delphi was the phrase, Know thyself. Those Greeks knew something very important. Faith in others could refer to family, friends, professionals, and other available resources. Faith in God requires a higher level of faith. Faith in the unseen and invisible requires spiritual faith. Faith in the supreme creator of the universe. Just as to have faith in self and faith in others requires knowledge of self and others, So, to have faith in God requires knowledge of God and our relationship with Him. I can think of no better description than to say that we are children of God. We have a divine nature, and that God takes a personal interest in our lives, and that we have personal access to Him through prayer. It is nice to have other people pray for us, as we should pray for them, but it is nicer to know that we can pray for ourselves with the guarantee that we will always be heard. Faith in self brings down the power of self. Faith in others brings down the power of others. But faith in God brings down the power of God. It is spirit speaking to spirit. He works through inspiration, revelation, and what we may call the still small voice, or whisperings of the spirit, or promptings of the spirit. Intuition is a form of inspiration. It may be a sudden thought or idea. It may be guidance in the Holy Scriptures or casual conversation. For some, it may be dreams, sudden insights, instant clarity. But the Lord will speak to us in our own language. How many have had the experience of waking up in the middle of the night with an idea fully formed and pregnant with meaning? 
Greek mythology, the goddesses of inspiration were referred to as the Nine Muses. This new year, let us contemplate what we would like to restore. Restore old things can be satisfying, but let me suggest that we also look beyond the physical and consider the spiritual. It is a more difficult route and requires all three levels of faith, but it especially requires theocentric faith or faith in God. Perhaps one venue we could consider is restoring human relationships. Broken relationships can be very difficult to fix, and it takes two. We may restore ourselves, but we cannot restore or remake another. That is because we all have agency. Still, there may be some things we can do. We don't like broken things, especially broken families, broken relationships, broken hearts, broken promises, or broken dreams. If we hate someone because of their choices, perhaps we're the first one who needs to be fixed. Think of love and hate as the opposite side of a magnet. Love pulls others toward us. Hate repels them and pushes them away. Fixing old cars may just require faith in self or perhaps faith in others. But fixing broken relationships requires all three levels of faith with extra faith in God. We have a GPS to guide us through winding roads. That depends on science and technology. God has a different kind of GPS. Man's GPS depends upon temporal law. God's GPS depends upon spiritual law. That leads to another kind of restoration, a restoration of our relationship with God. For that, we may want to consider reacquainting ourselves with the Holy Scriptures, with prayer, or with our selected church. I like to make lists. Ron and I would like to end this podcast with a list of things that God himself will restore to us if we keep his laws to the best of our ability and endure to the end. The following are six things that God has promised to restore to us through the atonement of Jesus Christ. Number one, repentance. Repentance is simply to stop doing that which is bad and replace it with that which is good. The process of repentance is according to your own religious practices. Sin is the source of much unhappiness. It is a heavy burden to carry, and Christ has the power to redeem us from our sins and lighten our hearts. Number 2. Forgiveness This is a two-edged sword. Christ said that we must forgive others so that He can forgive us. Forgiving others is one of the conditions of the atonement. We forgive people their faults against us. Only Christ can forgive sins. Forgiveness comes at bargain basement prices. Number three, agency. God protects our agency. Agency makes us responsible for our own behavior. It is true that some people exert terrible power over us sometimes, and they will one day have to answer to God for taking away our freedom. However, our will is our own, and judgment is best left to God. Satan tries to lead us into captivity. Christ tries to free us from bondage. What greater restoration can be made than the restoration of free will, freedom, agency, and liberty, freedom from addiction, freedom from slavery, freedom from sin, freedom from debt? Christ gave us the key when he said, And ye shall know the truth, and the truth shall make you free. A good place to start is the Holy Scriptures. Number four, judgment. At the final judgment, all things will be restored. 
Good will be restored for good and evil for evil. Because of the atonement of Christ, we will be judged for our works and not for the works of others. Number 5. Sanctification Sanctification is a lovely word. Christ said, Be therefore perfect, even as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. That is not going to happen in this lifetime. Only those who inherit the kingdom of God can obey that commandment. For only in the kingdom of God can you be made perfect, as your Father which is in heaven is perfect. Christ alone can sanctify us. That is also the gift of grace to those who meet the conditions of grace. The conditions are simple, to obey the commandments of Christ. Number 6. Resurrection What better restoration can we have than to have our body restored to our spirit in the resurrection? Goodbye baldness, goodbye sickness, goodbye missing teeth, goodbye all infirmities of the body and mind. In the resurrection, the physical body, like the spirit, will be perfect and immortal and never die again and never know sickness again. All children of God will be resurrected. It is a free gift of grace. Perhaps you can add to the list and, of course, make a list of your own New Year's resolutions. In things of difficulty, don't forget to include all three levels of faith. Like a three-legged stool, if one leg is missing, the stool totters. No matter what your project, however, the Lord is interested even in the little details of our lives. For Him, nothing is trivial. If it is important to you, as long as it is right, it will be important to God. Whatever you want to restore, self-improvement, improvement of your relationship with others, or improvement of your relationship with God, please include Christ in the solution. The power of self is a wonderful thing, for God has given you many gifts, and many you have brought about by your own industry. The power of others expands your power exponentially and opens up a world of resources, but the power of God is the greatest of all, for it brings down the power of heaven. In the Sermon on the Mount, the Savior said, Ask, and it shall be given you. Seek, and ye shall find. Knock, and it shall be opened unto you. For everyone that asketh receiveth, and he that seeketh findeth, and to him that knocketh it shall be opened. Matthew 7, 7-8 May you all have a happy new year. Thank you for listening. Watch for our next podcast. In Defense of Christianity is available at RonaldMesser.com.